I don't know why you look so confused. I because I just didn't know what it was. I didn't know what was happening. It's the graduation music that yeah. we always play at the start of our podcast. Finally graduated, the graduated cylinder enthusiast podcast. <laughs> Where worth is measured in milliliters. <laughs> I'm your host, Bill Nye's oldest brother, Bad Nye. And I'm joined by a special guest, director of the Conservatory of Volume and an editor of the comedy magazine Graduated Sillies, Dr. Measure Up or Shut Up. That's me. <laughs> we just got back from GradCon, the biannual summit of millheads in LA. How did you enjoy your time this year? I th- thought... It was the level best. <laughs> I heard a really good joke at the convention. Do you want to hear it? I would love to. The imperial system. <laughs> um, did you do anything else fun at the uh, I, at GradCon? I mean, I started another podcast. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tell me about it. Um, we, I, uh, my co-host and I, uh, we find reviews on the internet Oh, about just like random shit, and then we read them to each other, and we try to make each other laugh. Yeah. Oh, I heard about that one. My brother Bill was telling me about yeah, they, they've been yeah. doing that he's for- Yeah, he's a big old fan. They've been doing that for about a year, right? Exactly a year, actually. Exactly they have, a they year. They have 52 episodes. With, and did you know, I learned this at GradCon, uh-huh. there's 52 weeks in a year. There's 52 weeks in a year. And I bet- I That's, bet That was the slogan for this year, GradCon, 52 <laughs> weeks in a year. I mean, us millheads, we love to measure things. Just it's all about measuring, measure. getting that volume as clear as possible. Um, so the graduation music was supposed to imply, you know, it's been a year. Yeah. We're graduating. Yeah. I was hoping that you would call that out to sort of set up my turn. Um. Well, okay. But you just so... sort of looked at me like I was stomping on crickets right in See... front of you. See, okay, can I tell you what had happened? <laughs> yeah. It took my brain a little while. Okay, I've been I I I've been on vacation for a little bit and my brain hasn't quite turned back on. Yeah. And it took me a little while to figure out if that was the graduation tune or uh-huh. the wedding march. Oh, I could tell. And I was like, what's going on? That's not the wedding march, is it? How does the, no, that wasn't. No, 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 no. I got that's it that's right. The procession, okay. the processional, or the procession of graduates, or whatever okay. it's called. Because I would absolutely fuck that up. Yeah, but then I, I was like, no, that's definitely the graduation one. And then my brain said, what's <laughs> the wedding march sound like? And I could not come up I with it. I can't come up with it either. So yeah. I thought, oh shit, what's going on? <laughs> so you stopped your song and looked at me, and I just had hooray. That's all I had <laughs> for you. We're celebrating something clearly. Something's going on. Um. So that's the bit. That's the bit I had. That's the that's what I wrote down on my phone. That's what I had to get us started today was a graduated cylinder pun set set of puns. Uh, you are listening to everyone's a critic though. The internet's first curated volume of other people's opinions. I'm Jess. And I'm Bad Nye. <laughs> I'm bad boy Bad Nye, and I do the dirty science. <laughs> Somebody I, has to. I do the dirty science that American Science Weekly will not tell you about. You do the science no one else wants to no you you ask the hard questions i'm the micro of science (laughs) i'm i'm elbow deep in those cows anuses and i'm just like what's going on in there it's been a year it's been a year it's been one year of this here podcast where we read reviews to one another (laughs) and that's what we're celebrating as opposed to our 50th because 50 means nothing 50 can suck shit (laughs) (laughs) And feisty already. For this whole week, I've been having an existential crisis of like, should we do this on the 53rd? Is that when it's been a year? Because it's like kind of been a year, but it's not quite been a year, but then it'll be over a year. And I don't, I mean, I don't know how that, I don't I, know. I, I mean, can't. we've put up one episode a week for 52 weeks. That's the thing we're celebrating is that we literally have not missed a week. We haven't missed a single a year, one. And we moved. We, we drove across the whole country. And, uh, you know. I got jo- I got job and stuff. Yeah. I got jobbed bad. Bad. I got jobbed you in the got fucking face. You got jobbed really hard. Really fucking Ooh, hard in the face. It was not okay. Um yeah, but here we are. Here Every we fucking are. week we've been churning this shit out. And um 
and I'm starting this week. You are. So this is a podcast where we bring reviews, uh, the wackiest reviews we can find online on topics that we choose beforehand without telling each other. And then we bring those reviews to each other and to you, and we just try to make each other laugh because uh, sometimes that's what we need, and sometimes that's what you need. And uh, that's what we're looking forward to doing to you today. We are going to have a fucking blowout. We, we are. It we sounds both? threatening to say that we're going to do it to you. Hey, uh, folks. This is the podcast we're going to do to you today. It often feels that way. Um, <laughs> and I, I, we both agreed, like, we are going to research the shit out of this one. We're going to overwork it. We're going to blow it the hell out. It's going to be amazing. It's, it's going to be, be stiff and stodgy and beautiful. And I'm going first. Yes. So, are you? Would you like to tell the listeners, or do we need to wait? I will wait. Okay. I will withhold. Let's go ahead and withhold. jump right into yours. All right. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb here. Okay. Oh, I went to school, so you know I've got a big brain. And when I drink craft beer, it doesn't all taste the same. Oh, I majored in French, and I don't have a job. I went to grad school. <laughs> Birthday yes. on the quad edition. Yes. Oh, say it again. Birthday on the quad edition. All right. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh my God. That was so exciting. Oh my gosh. Sorry. There's so much suntan lotion on my fingers. <laughs> and I really didn't, I really didn't think about how that was going to be a problem before I picked the guitar up. Do you, do you think fa- <laughs> famous beach boy Jack Johnson struggles with that when he tries to play guitar? I don't think he wears sunscreen on his hands. I think maybe that's the secret. <laughs> yeah, that would... It, I would interfere with all this surfing, I guess. Yeah. Um, it's I went to grad school. I'm so excited. What a good topic choice for our 50 second. I, I love I it. I thought so. And we are going to talk about some birthday beers. As, as, as a beer fan, I have no idea what you mean by that. I mean the hoppy birthday from the Alpine Beer Company. Okay. So is it like a is it a birthday for that company or I believe so. Is it birthday cake flavored like ice cream? I did find one that was birthday cake flavored, but it only had two reviews and both said it tasted like piss. So <laughs> yeah, I mean <laughs> I didn't bring it. The 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 copy for like the actual company said that it was inspired by Carvel. Yeah. And the reviews were just like, this tastes like chemical piss. Yeah, no, the, there, so, there, there's a there's a soccer ref somewhere just chucking red cards at a nope, wall. Nope, nope, And they don't nope. know why. Um, so we're not going <laughs> to talk about that one. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about some beers that have the word birthday in the title. Okay, first, all right. For this first part. Okay. Um, so the Hoppy Birthday from the Alpine Brewing Company. These are the, the professional notes. I just figured out the pun. I didn't figure it out the oh, first time. Oh, dear heart of so mine. So that's the thing. Oh, okay. sweet love. We got okay. it. We're all good. Truth is, everyone has a birthday. And. No shit. This is the one somebody paid for. And <laughs> when you want to celebrate, this session IPA is a gift to the senses. Made with six different hops, this bold brew is refreshing enough to enjoy again and again. Now, make a wish and blow out the candles. But don't tell anyone or your wish won't come true. <laughs> now that we now that we live on the west coast in the in the mecca of hops i'm just hoping that one of these days one of these crazy crazy hip west coasters is going to be like this one's got 30 hops <laughs> a million hops this has every hops we've created so many hops in this one this one is not non-gmo <laughs> <laughs> these hops are made of gmos <laughs> um and I have two reviews for this this beer. Uh, the first one is a 4.49, because we can't give it <laughs> a 4.5. Can't, we can't quite get to the 4.5. By Hop Hunter 19. Aroma. Nice golden amber colored clear beer with a white head that dissipates quick. Smell. Very piney. Herbal. Dank. Garlic onion. Clove. Grapefruit. And citrus rind in the back. Taste. Follows the nose. Piney. Herbal. Dank, garlic, un- onion, ganja, clove, grapefruit, and citrus. Got that ganja. Good. Got to get well, that in there. Dank and ganja mm-hmm. and dank and also ganja. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mouthfeel. <laughs> nice and light. Alcohol covered. Aftertaste is grapefruit peel. Alcohol covered? Covered. Okay. Bitter. 
Overall, damn fine session IPA. I'd drink a bunch of these, which I probably shouldn't do, but I guess that's the pit point. Would buy again if I could get it easily. So that's just kind of a base. I just want to remind everybody how people talk yeah. on beeradvocate.com. That's our control group. Yeah, that, sure. that is our, in our mm. science, that is our control. That's yeah. how people, things are dank, things have ganja, everything has grapefruit. And citrus. And it, sometimes garlic and onion. Followed up by a summary that is the most boring thing you can ever say about beer, which is, it makes you want to drink too many. I guess that's the point. Oh, whoops. Which is which is a nothing statement. It is, in fact, a nothing statement. <laughs> but do you want to know what happens if you go up just that 0. 0.01 point more? I don't. Do I want to know? If you go to a 4.5 I think the plane crashes into the mountain if you do that. This is a 4.5 review from oh, Saw Dog no, no, 505. No. no, no, no. Poured into a 13-ounce tulip glass bottled on 127.16. Pours a beautiful light orange with a nice two-inch sticky white head that leaves behind some <laughs> nice lace. Smell? Pine, garlic, tangerine, marijuana. <laughs> Taste? Garlic, Tangerine, pine, grapefruit, marijuana. <laughs> Mouthfeel is a little less than medium. Perfect amount of life, maybe a little dry, and so, so drinkable. Overall, this is really amazing and only 5.25%. That is a lot of flavor for a beer this size. <laughs> and I just, <laughs> I love things with no illusion. No. Like, I love, that's my favorite thing. We don't need to beat around the bush here. This beer tastes like marijuana. And garlic? And garlic and marijuana. I that's have, what I want in a beer. I have never, ever gotten garlic out of a beer before. Ever. I, I get it. I get it sometimes, actually. Interesting. I've never. But, um, I can't even imagine. It's it's similar to me. The soy saucy flavor that is sometimes oh. in stouts. Oh, Okay. It's yeah. similar to that, but it's kind of a garlic league favor in like a light beer. Sometimes I just, I've me. never, I've never been like this IPA tastes like the Olive Garden. I love <laughs> this one. That's <laughs> yes, that's it. The home of the garlic, where yeah. garlic is born, the yeah. Olive Garden. Yeah, we have a secondary birthday beer. Okay, this is the birthday bomb. The birthday bomb. No. Oh, the birthday bomb. It's by Prairie Artisan Ales. Prairie is pleased to announce and celebrate the third birthday of our most popular, well-known, and voted most likely to succeed beer we produce, Prairie Bomb. Bomb was a mad creation in response to the many complicated brews that required an interpreter to approach. The path to creating this ultimate beer that never planned on taking itself seriously led to many unexpected revelations. And then it goes on for two more paragraphs. I bet it does. What was the thing about the interpreter? Um, beers are too complicated. Uh-huh. So here is the bomb. Uh-huh. The birthday bomb was conceived to celebrate three wonderful years of experimentation and fun-loving flavors like the current incarnation with caramel sauce, made in-house mm. by our brews with nothing but black gloves and a propane tank. So The this fuck are one, you talking about? It at no point tells you the flavor profile in <laughs> any of this flavor text. But um But it said some baffling shit about black gloves, a propane torch, and caramel sauce. So that's how they make the beer. Okay. All I right. I I assume there is some uh trans transformation magic that goes into it. So it's a it's a sort of Walter White approach to making the beer. To making the beer because okay. other beers are too complicated. Okay. So for this one we need a propane torch. We do. Excellent. Four point two five. Oh, that's not okay. By Raul M. I find this beer to be an interesting one. <laughs> this one is definitely thick and rich, like a Republican convention. But doesn't oh, well, okay, all right, getting a little political. But does it deliver in the end? It's tough to say. <laughs> <laughs> but the Republican Party does. At the price, <laughs> I want the full Monty. But what I get is an okay romp. Man, the Raul man has to say, though, for being 13%, it's devilishly smooth like Mrs. Jones. I think the price tag is too high, but maybe so was I when I bought it. Mrs. Jones who? I don't know. Also refers to themselves in the third person. Yeah. Which hey, is fun. There's a lot of fun little little nuggets in that <laughs> little one. Fun, little fun nuggets in there. I think they, yeah. I think they maybe had a couple. Well, of these, and then and then enjoyed a review, and then enjoyed a review, which is the way to do it. Yeah, four point five. 
by Liv Y 1996. And a happy birthday, almost, to me. What a beauty. Darker than when McCoy died in the original Star Trek. Tan head of the color of cappuccino. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, we'll, we'll have to circle back to that one. Okay, all right. We'll, we'll come back. Yeah. We'll come back. Yeah. Tan head the color of cappuccino. Nose picks up a handful of vanilla beans, dark chocolate, and coffee. Let it sit for a while and chilies and more sweetness jump in. Taste is fantastic, just like the nose, and just a tad sweeter than the original bomb, with a lingering heat. Dangerously drinkable at this point. And with 13%, it will catch up. All right. All right. Did McCoy die? Um, as no. the As the resident Trekkie, I'm only like a, a sub-Trekkie. There's, um, there's a very, very famous episode where McCoy gets... An incurable disease. That is pretty dark. Yeah, it's called. It's it's. Oh, it's actually got the best episode title ever. It's um for the world is hollow and I have touched the sky. Is the name of the episode. Speaking of people who went to grad school, <laughs> um, the name of the episode is yeah. for the world is hollow and I have touched the sky. That is very good. Um, and the I mean the episode's dark, but he doesn't. Di- I mean he's like he comes back. He's in the rest of it. <laughs> I mean, I just, I, I remembered McCoy being in the one about the whales. No, that's TNG. <laughs> is that TNG? No, the ori- no, okay. the one about the whales is one hundo, the original game. Okay, that would be. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On a scale of one to ten. Yes. How happy are you that I asked? I am so pleased. I Okay, on a scale from one to did I include this specifically so you would ask me about in, it? How about this? In Beer Advocate... In beer advocate form, what's your rating for for me asking you? We're gonna we're gonna call it like a four point nine nine. Okay. I brought this review so you would ask me about Star Trek. <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know you did because the I'm rest so of it was transparent. the rest of it was pretty straightforward. <laughs> I just wanted to say when McCoy died, <laughs> but like it's gotta er- do that one. It's early Star Trek. Did any of them not die? Yeah, no. I mean, basically, yeah. or her, I didn't die. No. And I mean, I guess technically you could say that Kirk never died, but he did have his whole consciousness like transferred into a, like a an android life yeah, form at one yeah. point. So like two point three seven. Oh, a two point three seven. Two point three seven. My God, where do you come up with that number? I, uh, right, right. You <laughs> pulled that one out of your. There's no place that comes except for out of your ass. That, that is a random number that generator. Is- in your ass. I, um, that's a, that'd be a fun game. You get on Beer Advocate. You, you use a random number generator to come up with your score, and then you just, like, defend it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lovely game. Yeah. <laughs> this is from AJM5108. Pours about what you'd expect, though thin and with little head. At first, there's some sultry chocolate, cream, and coffee on the nose, but it dissipates quickly. And what is left is an overwhelming pepper smell. Not fresh, ripe pepper. It smells like old jalapeno you find on stale movie theater nachos. That is extremely specific. I love that. This person went to grad school. The taste is more balanced, though still not a home run. The coffee is pretty muted, and what there is is a little flat, an American breakfast blend for my own tastes. <laughs> this is, it's, just, it's just a work in pretension. Yeah. I just like it a lot. There are underpinnings of real nice medium roasted malt, some decadent chocolate, and of course the pepper. It is a little rubbery, but not too sticky on the palate. And the heat it adds is an all right touch. Your mileage will vary based on how you respond to the pepper, but it didn't go very long for me. Wow. Okay. So as long as we're getting real pretentious, <laughs> yes. I will just ask, the movie theater probably uses pickled jalapenos, huh? Old stale pickle. You know you know when you put things in vinegar and they go stale? Yeah, like how yeah. pickles go stale. It, that, that's, it, that's the one thing about the preservation method they don't tell you. I know. that's It's the worst. You can and you think, oh, man, this is going to last a long time. And then it's stale. And then it's stale. Yeah. That, yeah, that analogy sucked. I give that I give that rating a one point sixty nine because that analogy sucked. <laughs> Are you proud of that? No. Okay. Not even a little bit. All right. 
But on Beer Advocate, you could just rate everything 0.69, and why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you is the real answer, the real, not an answer, it's a question. It's a question. I wonder, there's def- there's a lot of beers that are weed-themed. I bet there's at least, at least hundreds of reviews for weed-themed beers that are just 420. I bet. Oh my gosh, just, why would you not? Just 4.20. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> No, that's the whole review. The whole review is just <laughs> nice. Um, that's actually specifically why the rating scale doesn't go up to ten, because otherwise it would be six point nine every single every time. Every single time, and they they were sick of it. They just couldn't have it. It was the worst. Um, Four point seven eight. Oh my god! From Stout Elk ninety two. Where does that extra point zero three come from? It just does. Just the caverns of the. These asshole. are all. I okay. mean, this is all divine. Yeah. They are given a divine number. It's and a Ouija. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pours black with a chunky, fudgy, dark brown, disintegrating head. Smell and taste. Rich dark chocolate, coffee, fudge, creamy caramel sauce, vanilla, ancho chili peppers, some dark fruit, brown sugar, molasses, floral, earthy, herbal, grassy pine, rich dark chocolate, coffee, fudge, creamy caramel sauce, vanilla, ancho peppers, some dark fruit, brown sugar, molasses, <laughs> medium is light this body. Is a review co- or a fucking shopping list? It is, in fact, a shopping list. Medium light, boiled, creamy, and smooth with low carbonation. Overall, a really nice and balanced, unique, and rich-tasting imperial stout. It doesn't sound fucking balanced at all. <laughs> this actually, I, I did look this one up. This one was written by Roger himself. It was this review and then the thesaurus. Right. It was... <laughs> <laughs> Many people don't know his first one. Disintegrating head, too. Disintegrating head. That is an unfortunate word choice. Yeah. It immediately makes me think about the Romulans at the start of Star Trek Nemesis. Just turning into dust. I love this. This is like special for me. Yeah, I because know. now, even though it wasn't... Well, even though I was going to make it a Trek, a Trek episode, yeah. no matter what, because I'm me, yeah. now it is one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking beer advocate. So Every what you, time. What do you, what, what's, go, what's going on with you? <sighs> Well, I did a weird one. That's I did exciting a, for me. I did a weird one. I'm not 100% sure about it, but I thought we'd try it. Okay. Um, let me pull up the reviews here. It is, it is, we- I'm starting to feel kind of weird about it. I mean, I if don't you know. lean, my, my thing is if you just lean into it. I don't it. know if I want to, oh. Oh. oh I'm getting a phone America. call. Sorry, I thought I meant to, uh, <laughs> I thought I, I thought I silenced that. Sorry. Um, well, let, you better take, take it then. Yeah, it yeah, sounds yeah. important. Hey, what's up? Yeah, I haven't talked to you in a long time. It's been a while. It's been three episodes. How's the presidential campaign going? Maybe four. Oh, that's awesome. Not nearly enough for. I'm to so do happy this to. Yeah. Again to me. Yeah. Well, you stay. You stay good out there on the. Tr- oh, you're going to send me some reviews. Oh my god! Awesome. Who you love? Hey, well, thanks for checking in. Keep it real out there. Yeah. Yeah. Take care. See ya. Ah, oh, you'll never guess who that was. No, I won't. Guess. Was it? James Earl Jones? No. Oh. Guess. Come on. Was it the Fresh Prince of Subway? Oh, no, we're not really on speaking terms right now. Oh. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. He said some weird shit. Yikes. He's kind of weird. Yeah. So that we're not really talking. No, that was that was Lord PB Crackerton. Oh my gosh. Lord PB Crackerton. Yeah. Oh man. We haven't, we haven't heard from him in a long time. In a long ass time. Um, so yeah, Lord P.P. Grackton, I read I read a review that was written by him in the first like ten episodes or something. Uh and then he announced his presidential campaign on our podcast. I actually forgot all about that, but he did that. Uh we haven't really heard from him since. But he just sent me a bunch of reviews that I thought would be really funny. I would love to hear them. Awesome. So uh Lord P.P. Crackerton, he's a pretty cool dude. Yeah. I don't know why he calls himself a lord, but uh that's his first name. Yeah, it's just it's you spelled know, with an E. At it's just the how end. he does it, and he sent me some reviews and for a U, it's L O U R D. Yeah, 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 yeah. E, of course, with the E. Yeah, he sent me some reviews for uh, Kellogg's Austin Sandwich Crackers Toasty Crackers with Peanut Butter. 40, okay, forty-five packs in a box on Amazon. Okay, 
This is uh, it's got a four star average, two hundred and eight ratings. The ingredients are enriched flour, wheat flour, niacin, reduced iron, vitamin B1, thiamine, monotrite, uh, vitamin B2, riboflavin, folic acid, soybean oil, peanut butter, roasted peanut, sugar, dextrose, leavening, phosphate, soy leshton, whey, yellow six, cheddar cheese, so on. They're good. They're good. They're good I, little guys. I hate these guys. Yeah. They have peanut butter in the middle. And one time I was asleep in my dad's recliner and my youngest brother... Peeled apart one of the crackers, licked it, stuck it in my forehead. <laughs> um, two stars from Alina Sol. Crackers received were not the toasty crackers. Oh, shit. The crackers arrived sooner than expected, but were not the toasty crackers. They were square crackers and had more sodium than the toasty. Requested a refund and got it no problem. I will buy the Lance 40 pack of toasty crackers next time to ensure that we get the item as described. What? Uh, what's the difference between the toasty cracker and the cheesy cracker? These ones are square. Oh. The toasty, the okay. toasty ones are round. Cool. Okay, go on. We do have a one-star review from Will Dunn. Disappointing flavor. The old round Austin peanut butter crackers have totally disappeared in the order I have just received. The last order I, I received, I learned they have changed shape to a square, and the taste was inferior to the round crackers. <laughs> Squares taste worse than circles. Still, there was enough okay flavor to attempt another batch. This time, the crackers have changed again. Not in shape, still square. Now they're triangles. But, but in flavor. Yuck! It's really sad. Don't let the photo fool you. They're square and taste terrible. In the photo, they taste great. The photo? <laughs> yeah. The photo tastes amazing. You give that photo a lick, Ooh. and it's nice and toasty. Oh, man. Tastes toasty. It's the toasty like, kind. It tastes like toasty circle crackers. Two stars from Dr. Vonnegut. This is the top review. Okay. Please be aware that the Austin toasty crackers with peanut butter have now changed. These are not the round toasty cracker, but a plain square saltines with peanut butter. This is an outrage. Even the picture on the box has them square. I am outraged. <laughs> I sent an email to the company that owns Austin, and they said that they are sorry that I did not like the change they made and gave me a $1.50 coupon on Egos that are new and improved also. <laughs> 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 Sorry you hate squares, you dick. Here's a, cr- a coupon. For, e- for, for egos. For egos, which, which are also circles. <laughs> just a just taunt. But they do have little squares in them. I like the old toasty crackers. This company doesn't remember new Coke. <laughs> Nobody remembers new Coke. Don't talk about new Coke. Just like nobody remembers round crackers. Nobody remembers round crackers. Don't talk about round crackers. Equally as monumental. Yes. One star from Gary Marshall. Do not buy these anymore. They are square. I agree with the other recent reviews. The old Austin toasted peanut butter crackers were great, but they have been replaced by a new square cracker that is terrible. I just like, I can't. (laughs) How can it possibly be so much worse? Like, what happened in the Austin company? I ended up throwing them away. Like, what? Because they're square? What is happening in this cracker company? I could not stand to eat them. I am guessing that these are much cheaper to make than the old ones. And the results show. Shame on Austin for still using a picture of their old round product. The new product is square. It has a picture of the new square product on the box. It is very deceptive of them not to update the box picture that is on the Amazon site and not to warn people that they are selling a new product. But like how, why would you, I just, why, how does it, why, what's the, I just, okay, okay, here's my problem. Okay. My problem is that none of these reviews are honing in on what's different. Like, the first one implied that there's more sodium in these. But, like, do we know, like, what is, is it different ingredients? Like, or are they just square? Like, what is the pro? Like, I... 
One star from JP, square, not round. Oh my gosh. The picture does not depict what you're getting. The crackers, the crackers you get are square. The only reason I, I ordered them is I know the company discontinued the round ones, and I was hoping to still get the round ones. <laughs> Sounds like your problem, bruh. Sounds like a you thing. Like, these are nasty to begin with because they're not a human food. I've, I've never seen anyone eat these that does not either have children or were at a work event. <laughs> Like, <laughs> no, right? That's that's the only place. Those are the only like if you have kids, it makes sense. They're lunch snacks, and the kids are not like, "Mom, I hate you. These are square." <laughs> Dad, <Yeah>. you bastard! <laughs> Give me circle crackers. Two stars. Incorrect advertising currently from Rapid Ray. These this are is breaking me down. I know that was my goal. To just chisel you down to your base components. It's so easy for you. I know. It's all it's all squares in here. These are advertised showing the round crackers. At this time, September, September uh, July twentieth, twenty seventeen, they are shipping square shaped crackers. To me, the difference is this: the round crackers are kind of like a Ritz cracker, and the square ones remind me of a saltine cracker. One has substance and a bit of a buttery taste, while the square one is like eating a square of dry dust. Why they do this, I do not know, but will not buy them again unless I can verify they have around crackers. I, I, go on. I, <laughs> I'm broken. I'm broken now. You've broken me. I hope you're happy. You're broken? I'm broken now. Do you want, do you want some relief? Yes. This is a five-star review from Travis. Oh, thank goodness. Circle toasty changed to square toasty. Same good toasty. These people are crazy for giving bad reviews based on how toasties change the cracker to a square. Some people even saying that they are saltines. What? It's not a saltine cracker with peanut butter. It's the same thing, different shape. Taste is the same. Don't listen to these people. They're the same ones who only eat green M&Ms and put the toilet paper facing the wrong way. <laughs> That's incredible. That's that's amazing and correct, I think. I Yes. It just doesn't make any sense to me that a company would completely change its fucking dough recipe. <laughs> also, I'm starting to think these are not the cheesy crackers. I'm thinking the ingredients list is just wrong. Uh, yeah, no, these aren't the cheesy ones. Their ingredients list is just shitty. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, they definitely make like the orange cheese cracker oh, yeah, yeah, with yeah. peanut butter in the middle. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I love those. Question. Ugh. I would like to know if the crackers are round or square. Fuck you. <laughs> Answer. Square, frowny face. That's bias. You can't eject. <laughs> this is a simple question. It deserves a simple answer. You can't just. I'm just going to read through these answers. Okay. Received square crackers. The ones that I have ordered have all been round. Round. These crackers are now square plain saltines, not the toasty round crackers. The new ones are square. They are the ones that I find very distasteful. It's round crackers. Last time I ordered them was May 2016 and they were round. I don't know. I gave them as a gift. Austin makes slash sells both shapes. I ordered round and got square. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Question. Are these circular or square? Stop! No! Stop! <laughs> Answer. The ones I just received today are square, but they taste the same as the circular ones. They say toasty crackers on them as well. Answer. No, the square crackers do not taste like the round crackers. Oh, fight, fight, fight. I've been fight, eating the round fight, crackers fight. for a decade, and recently many carriers only have the square versions. The square crackers taste of poor quality, and I cannot find round versions anymore. Fight, 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 <laughs> fight. So that's what's happening in the peanut butter world. I <laughs> I am circa 2017. I'm perpetually surprised at how easy it is for you to shatter my complete composure <laughs> so quickly and with so little effort. Did you enjoy the slow transition into realization of what was happening? Um, no. No, because I, I I was really looking forward to not telling you what was going to happen, and then like. I read two that are about them being circular, and you're like, okay, eventually someone's just going to get them all crushed up, and that'll be funny. 
No. That's I kept thinking like eventually they'll be melted. Eventually Somebody in we'll Florida swerve. will get them yeah. and they'll have been melted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Eventually they will have been shot directly through somebody's roof. <laughs> no. The worst sin is that they are all square. We're skipping the mailbox segment. So sorry, folks, but I think we're going to run a little long on this one. But anyway, I'm Tom Hanks. He's Meg Ryan. This is You've Got Mail or It's Not. Um, yeah, our last couple of episodes have felt kind of long, and we're at 40 minutes already. Because we're having a, a wet and wild birthday celebration. So uh, we're just going to keep it rocking. But to everyone I've been talking to on Twitter and to everyone who's building that Twitter following, and especially the people who... Uh, recently just shared it with their followers and was like, hey, you all should check this out. This is awesome. Big thanks to Scruffo at An Endless Sleep, for example, for sharing it uh, with their followers, which then got reshared. That was all just like super cool to watch because I'm new to Twitter and it's fun to see it like doing the thing it's supposed to do. So that's pretty cool. Uh, congratulations to Jericho for getting to pet a stingray. Really nice. Happy to hear about that. Uh, and there's just been a lot of good stuff happening on there. So uh, thanks to everyone for... Uh, helping us out yeah we will have more personal shout outs in the next episode but we're just gonna keep things rolling this and keep chugging and chugging and i really chugging. i really liked saying y'all's names and calling you out specifically so we're gonna keep doing that because it brings me joy calling you out for your bullshit calling you out for being lovely yeah yeah so it's your birthday on the quad right birthday on the quad what are we going to put in the big funnel that goes right to my and mouth? You know what? Um, you know what lives inside every grad student? Mm, That's Proust. right. A pretentious undergraduate. Yeah. So we. Like an inner child. Like but, an inner child. so much worse. A pretentious undergraduate lives in every grad and student. And just starting to understand what socialism is and fucking loving it. So we are going to talk. <laughs> About Bud Light Lima Rita. It's happening. This is based it's on. It's happening. It's happening. This is based on a listener uh, suggestion. Do we know who that was? No, because it's on Twitter and I don't know how to use Twitter, but I promise I'll find your name. It was DL Thurston. Thank you, DL Thurston. Um. <laughs> so uh, this part's pretty short. I just got a just got a little bit. We have a two point three two review for the Bud Light. Limerita. On Beer Advocate. On Beer Advocate. Where it belongs. Where it belongs. 24 ounce can with 1826.9 stamped <laughs> on the bottom of the can with a. <laughs> poured into, du <laughs> into Duval Tulip. Presumably that's. <laughs> that is what that tulip class was designed for. Yes. Rita's. <laughs> <laughs> Presumably, that's some sort of date, but hard to tell what kind. 18 <laughs> it's a star date. <laughs> it is a star date. It's 1.8269. <laughs> 18 is probably the year, and it could be 26th day of September or the 269th day of which year it okay, is. Okay, all right. Holy all shoot. Right. September 26th as well. Wow. Uh, I guess we've narrowed it down by sheer luck. Anyway, pick this Jesus up at the grocery Christ. store. Can is slightly dented, so who knows if it'll taste metallic. Like, <laughs> that usually seems to be the case with dented beer cans. Ha, beer. <laughs> Appearance. Opaque white yellow body. Something like coconut milk with pineapple juice. Very, very w little white head that dissipates almost instantly. Basically expected behavior for any drink that contains any amount of salt, which I presume this does. Oh, God, does it? Probably. Gnarly. It's supposed to be a margarita. Yeah, but you don't you don't put the the salt in the margarita and then stir it real good. You uh, put it on the rim. I, yeah, but I've been to plenty of Mexican restaurants where they put salt in the glass as well. Really? Yeah. Huh. I mean, I love salt. Strong lime and perfume. A weird scent that is presumably actual tequila. Blech. <laughs> so, taste. Sweet lime. A touch of alcohol. Actually, not as bad as I was bracing myself for. Not offensive, just not tasty. Tastes <laughs> like spike lemonade. <laughs> Mouthfeel. Syrupy up front. A bit dry in the finish. Medium to heavy bodied. A bit effervescent. Just a bit, though. Overall, definitely can't bring myself to gulp this one. It's more of a sipper, but probably a good pick for people who don't actually like beer because this is nothing like one. 
Never again for me personally. More of a sipper. More of a sipper. The the drink that you're definitely supposed to drink in mass. Yes. Okay. Nobody's yes. ever sat around and casually enjoyed a Bud Light Lime Arita or whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I couldn't get over these reviews that took it so seriously. Because there's plenty of Bud Light Lime Arita reviews that are like, this tastes like my own asshole. <laughs> yeah, I bet mm, so. No stars. But these, like, some people really committed. Can you imagine you're sitting on a, and I'm sure this has happened, so call me out, but like you're sitting on a beach and your buddy hands you a Bud Light Lime Arita and you're like, okay, but I'm going to drink it slowly because I don't want to get a buzz. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) Can't have too many of these. Oh, man. Um, This is a 2.25 review from Pegasus. Appearance. Hazy light yellow in color, rather like grapefruit juice with a small white head which soon fades to oblivion. (laughs) The carbonation is robust and fast rising. The lacy slight. Jesus. Aroma. The aroma is very similar to a wine cooler, aggressively sweet and candy-like, reminiscent of 7-Up soda with a twist of lime, but completely over the top. There is a faint whiff of alcohol in the aroma. It is just villainous. Taste. Opens with a wave of intense sweet and sour flavors, like candied grapefruit. Soon after, the alcohol asserts itself strongly with a noticeable warming sensation. The alcohol has a vodka-like characteristic, with no notable complexity. As the taste never had good vodka, I guess. (laughs) As the taste progresses, a a flavor similar to sweet tarts, registered trademark, Manifests itself and largely carries the taste to a close. A little grapefruit rind bitterness brings the taste to a close. Mouthfeel. Thin, with a bit of aggressive carbonation. Drinkability notes. Not very beer-like, but in all fairness, Bud Light Limerita is not that bad. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck is happening? It is bizarro world. What the? I just, do we have to apply the same level of rigor? I don't think we do. We do. We have to. I don't think to. we do. Where, I don't, I'm not much for slippery slope arguments, but where is it going to end? It won't end. Ugh. We are going to talk about one other college undergraduate beer. Okay. And we're going to step, we're just, get, we're going to like take half, like a, if you imagine stairs that just have like a one inch rise on them, we're just yeah. going to go up one step. Okay. People might fight me for that. So okay. if you're going to fight me, pretend you went up three or four one-inch steps. <laughs> We're going to talk about Yingling. Yeah, people might fight you on that <laughs> people one. People might fight me. But guys, it's a freshman year in college beer. We yeah. all know it is. And Literally it, I, 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 yeah, Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You know? And I didn't drink my freshman year of college, but if I had, it would have been Yingling. Yeah. Because, friends, the only reason we like it is because we associate it with our freshman year of college. Yeah. Which wasn't great for everybody, but it's it like, did have yingling. It's like the definition of inoffensive. It is. It, it, was, it is so drinkable, and I get that. It's baby's first beer. It's, it's starter it beer. Is, it is starter beer. And I love it. It has a special place in my heart. Yeah. But. I'm speaking from, like, that was, that was my baby's first beer. I know. Well, I learned I br- to I like beer because one. of yingling, and then I never drank it again. I, I brought this one yeah. because it's your birthday I on the quad. I appreciate So. <laughs> Your your birthday is spectacularly close, but I wasn't going to tell everybody that, but then I did. Well, there it is. Whoops. Whoops. Happy birthday. I mean, by the time this airs, it'll be long gone. No, it won't. (laughs) 3.29. So I'm pocketing some airline minis at the liquor store, and my best mate, Gordon Blevins, sidles up next to me. Best way to start a review for Yingling. Best way. So I'm, I'm sneaking some booze onto the plane, and my buddy sidles up to me. And my best mate, Gordon Blevins, sidles up to me, still smelling vaguely of last night's beefaroni and Mario Kart at Bev and Barb's. He reaches into the ninth pocket of his jinkos and hands me something I'd only heard about in the most in the moist fug of Pennsylvania lore. A yingling lager. 
We get back to the single wide, and I throw the minis to my adopted grandson, Brogan, to help him power through the, his remedial English homework, then crank the cap off my lager. I'm not entirely sure what happens next. I'm looking at my wood-paneled world through a copper-hued filter. F- Fugat's slow ride is playing in the ether like a half-remembered dream, and I'm pretty sure a, a gentle trickle is running down the leg of my... Jordachi jeans. When when the rush of that first swig subsides, I settle into my gym dolly, rent a sitter, repoed the couch yesterday, and drink till it's done. Pours the color of classy honey barbecue wings. Cluster and cascade hops slide into your DMs like Drake into your DMs. If you have a son age zero to a hundred, he'll be proud of what you've done for your country. All right, Allen Ginsberg. Dope. Cool. Thank you for that. So that was an open mic night. That was it. That was an open mic that night a by, a, by a pretentious undergraduate who will someday make it to grad school. I fun, know it. Yeah, it was a fun comedy review uh, by someone who, frankly, should just pick a different writing project because they're pretty good at it. Yeah, they're, they're doing yeah, a good. They're job. They're doing a good and job. Their, their talents are wasted on fucking beer advocate. <laughs> and this is how I'm going to end my segment where I told people that Yingling wasn't that good, and I'm sorry, everyone. Four point three eight from Gemma one twenty. Sometimes you just need beer. And I mean, need a cold one. So that's what equates to a 0.38, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. It's not like those times you need a whiskey or uh, need another base satisfaction your perverted mind can conjure. You're not trying for obliteration of senses nor a futile rash of excitements, but something greater, purer. A Zen state only achievable by two dis- di- distinct classes elite Buddhist monks, or any old Joe away from the daily gruel of a job site. When you crush down an ice-cold yingling, you enter into a special clarity, a mode free from any object or thought external to the unmixed internal being that is you chugging that beer in that moment. (laughs) Any momentary inhibition of the overworked and overwrought modern mind must be an exceedingly healthy exercise. I eagerly await modern science to get on its collective knees to refute me and my findings. So that was Keats' Ode to the Modern Beer. Yes, it was. Yeah. Lovely. Loved it. Almost a magnanimous moment. Yingling is a big Trump supporter, though. Oh, got to call you on that one. (gasps) Got to call you on that one, reviewer. Sorry. Oh, God. I just, man, I love that imagery, though. Very good. I didn't know that. <laughs> I did. I needed to Google it to verify. Oh, but yeah. fuck. Okay. Yeah, big time. <laughs> Let's talk about... <laughs> Let's talk about peanut butter. Let's talk about peanut butter. Let's talk about peanut butter. Peanut butter. Oh, my gosh. Let's talk. Hey, pe- a square, round, triangle, peanut butter. So these ones I found myself. These are not from Lord PB Crackerton because there's no crackers involved. Oh, damn. This is... um. This is an Amazon product that you can buy from the Hershey's company. Uh-oh. Hershey Reese's Peanut Butter Creamy 18 ounces. Uh-oh, uh-oh. It is a jar of Reese's Peanut Butter. Uh-oh, That uh-oh. you can buy in an 18-ounce jar for $10. Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> you can buy cashew butter for less than $10. Uh, you can buy, like, local butter for less than $10. And cashew's the real expensive one. Yeah. I could get so much sun butter. I could get one mm. jar. Of sun butter. Do you remember... And do you, I have $2 left over. Do you remember those reviews that I brought for downtown Wichita? Yeah. We got a five-star review here. For downtown Wichita? For Reese's Peanut Butter 18-ounce $10 jar. I was hoping. Tanya. The superior peanut butter. This is the best peanut butter. It was worth the $10, and I want to eat the whole jar right now. I won't, though, because I want all the time I can have with this peanut butter. Sounds sensual. Sounds sensual. It doesn't get it doesn't get more like that is that is as as positive and affirming as a review can get for Reese's peanut butter eighteen ounce ten dollar jar. I want to rub it on my body. One star from Dave. Tastes like normal ass peanut butter. I'm ashamed. Ashamed. I'm ashamed <laughs> I rubbed this all over my body. If I known it could have been Jif, I would have got Jif. You shouldn't kink shame yourself. That's not. That's not good. Don't be ashamed. Rub it on your body. Live in your. Live in your truth. Five stars. DCD. If you love peanut butter, you have to try this one. This is the best peanut butter ever developed. Ever. Ever. I will. Ever. Okay. One star. Kindle customer. This sucks. Please, please, please don't waste your money. This is regular peanut butter, folks. 
How much sugar is in this com- peanut butter compared to like regular peanut butter? Do you think? Um, I'm I'm just gonna ask you the hard questions real quick that I know you're not prepared for, and then I'm gonna vamp so you have time to look up <laughs> on your phone. <laughs> okay, I looked it. I looked it back up because I didn't save that. Uh, I don't see the nutritional information on Amazon. They just like don't have it listed. I think the FDA would have a problem with that. I think they normally do. They maybe do, I'm maybe I'm missing do. something. I think they normally do. It's fine. Um, I'm gonna assume it has more sugar in it than regular peanut butter. I will say the second ingredient is sugar. It's roasted peanuts and then sugar. Yeah. So it is definitely sweet. But like that might be the same for Jif. I don't know. I wouldn't wh- know. That's why I'm super pretentious about my peanut butter, and I'll only buy the shit that you like grind yourself because then it's there's no sugar. Because we both went to grad school. Yeah. Well, also I just I like savory peanut butter. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't like the sweet stuff. It's all nasty. I don't know what you're talking about. It's yeah, all it's not, real gross. Not my thing. Uh, RK five stars. Best peanut butter in the world. In the world. In the world. In the world. One star. In a world. <laughs> In a world. Where Reese's is the best peanut butter. <laughs> one man gives it one star. Carl, not Reese's. Do not buy unless you want to be utterly disappointed. Utterly. An absolute lie that this is Reese's by any stretch of the imagination. It's a cheaper version of Jif for ten times the price with a false label on the jar. The devastation! <laughs> this again, I, This is an outrage. I am outraged. Personally. <laughs> Five stars. Jay Wolf. Good peanut butter. The only peanut butter my husband will eat. <laughs> Why does he need to eat it? There's other... I have lived... I, I'm going, I, I'm at 28 years without eating peanut butter. Mm-hmm. So I think that this person's spouse will survive. Yeah. They don't need to spend $10 on peanut butter. <laughs> no, they could probably, they could probably just deal with it. <laughs> they could probably That's just what deal I'm with saying. it. Yeah, I know. I'm just kind of saying I'm summing like, it up. Yeah. They could probably just deal with Maybe it. Maybe just deal with it. <laughs> All right. So it's 2013. It's 2013. Okay. Simpler time. Simpler time. You know, 2013, we just got over a re-election. Things are looking okay. The recovery's doing all right. You know, you know, there's there's hope in the world. You've got you've got spare time and optimism. One star from C. Lee. Just peanut butter. Trust me, this is not the peanut butter inside of Reese's. Very, very sad. As I was hoping for a jar of that oh so tasty peanut butter inside of, of inside of Reese's peanut butter cups. I'm telling you, this is just Skippy peanut butter with a Reese's label stuck on it. I had the whole family taste it at Christmas by asking them what it was, and they all said just peanut butter. I also then took regular peanut butter from the pantry and put that on a plate with the Reese's. I then handed it out to six family members and asked them to to identify what one was Reese's peanut butter and the Skippy. No one could tell the difference. I think either Reese's is either just scamming people scamming us to make money or they don't want to put out the actual peanut butter in the cups as we all would be eating that with chocolate rather than buying the cups if they sold the actual peanut butter in the cups i would be i would be the first to buy a case 2013 was a wild time huh (laughs) we had so much spare time wow we had enough time on our hands to run blind taste tests of peanut butter at our christmas parties at christmas wow at okay but can you imagine being so on one so completely on one that it is christmas It is, it is Christmas, it is a day for family and love, and you are the jackass walking around with a tray of peanut butter going, which one do you think is Reese's? Those bitches lied to me. This will not stand. They probably got it in their stocking and just like, we're fucking obsessed they with it for obs- the rest of the day. I just can't imagine, can you, like. Like, there are at least ten different iterations of A Christmas Carol that you can all sit around and watch. And got, they got six people. Do you think there were only six people at the party or there were people like hiding? Well, they're all family members. Well, so I cousin, would hide. Cousin, you know, cousin, cousin Kravitz is there and you can all just sit around and watch the Christmas Carol. But instead, Kravitz is coming with the peanut butter and you have to be like, hey, shit, fuck. fuck. Go go to the yard. Go to the yard. Go Kravitz is coming. <laughs> he had me taste this peanut butter earlier and we just can't. I've I had, just can't. I've had 20 tablespoons of peanut butter. I can't feel my stomach anymore. <laughs> Run. We got to go. <laughs> It's time to bail. Somebody somebody pull the fire alarm. I'm all done. <laughs>
One of those iterations has fucking Muppets in it. That's all I'm saying. It's the best one. Hands down the best Christmas Carol. Has uh, I love some it. Albert Finney. We have a four-star review. I just... You are so pretentious that your favorite Christmas Carol is the one with Albert Finney. Um, Actually, I don't know that it is. It's it's up there, though. I... We have a four-star review from, from Naisha, if you want to hear it. I, I mean, I do want to hear it, but I still am over here basking in like how positively absurd you are. <laughs> Four stars. Yum. Smooth, sweet, salty, peanut. This one's just really, really can't stop spooning addictive. There's a little of that bad for you peanut butter thing happening. You can tell it didn't come from a health food store, but we didn't seem to mind. I... Um... <laughs> One star from James. I can give this crap no stars. No, you can't. Absolutely not one star. Crap. Strictly not allowed. (laughs) Thanks for ripping me off. Is that clear enough? You can't give it. You gave it a star. You had. You gave it a star. Can you imagine being that pissed off about peanut butter? That you take it around your... I can't get over the family Christmas party, okay? Nobody's ever going to (laughs) be mad enough about anything ever again unless they do a blind taste test. On on unwitting participants at a family Christmas party. Taste this shit. Do you think this shit is Reese's? Um, it's well, Christmas let me let me. Tr- it's a, it's blind. I'll, I'll try it. No. Do you think that's Reese's or Skippy? Or Which Skippy? one? Skippy. Which one? And you're pointing at the other one or Skippy? Well, I haven't I haven't tried it. Do you think it's Reese's or Skippy? <laughs> um um uh, uh Skippy? No, it's Reese's. That's right. It sucks. There's a well-meaning ant jiggling the door handle. <laughs> oh God. Oh God. <laughs> Let us out. <laughs> we got one more review. And then we'll be all done. Okay. I, I mean, I'm never going to be done with this. But this is a real club banger. Okay. I'm going to tear the whole house down. Okay. One star from Colin. Overpriced normal peanut butter with a Reese's label. This is more of a cash grab than Fallout 76. <laughs> all right. Okay. Relevant. Topical. Two for one. Topical, topical, topical. Two for one big slam. Two for one club <laughs> banger. <laughs> so that's that's our birthday episode. We did that's it. That's it. We did it. It wow. was beer and peanut butter. Beer and peanut butter. How is that fitting? It's so fitting. I like that you actually brought birthday into your thing. Yeah, I was like, because I, I love birthdays. Birthdays yeah. are the best, and this is the birthday of our weird creation. And it's it's beautiful, and I think that's why I did PB. It that's that's <laughs> the most appropriate thing for you to bring. Yeah, there's so much about my life that that like P the just the phrase PB resonates with. I know, you know. So it's one of my favorite folks. foods, my favorite snacks, one of my favorite Adventure Time characters. As a. <laughs> As a uh, one-year podcast anniversary present for us, share this with someone you know. That's what you can do. Oh, boy. Um, we're still getting a little trickle of new Twitter followers every now and then, which is fucking awesome. Uh, if you're listening to the show, right, I feel like right now we're probably at like a sixth of our regular listeners are following us on Twitter, which is probably how many people have Twitter. But... If you have Twitter and you haven't followed us yet, we are at Critic Everyone. And it's been a real blast on there. We're having a good time. People are sharing funny stuff. We're getting memes. It's been fun. Jonathan has really taken to Twitter. It's been really great for him. And I'm doing a very good job in just narrowly focusing on the things that matter to the podcast and ignoring all the other stuff, some of which I do like, but I'm trying not to dive into it. Which is great. Also, thank you all so much for all your emails. We are we are making a big, long list of all the stuff that people have recommended to us because yeah. we have gotten some fantastic stuff yeah. like y'all y'all are so brilliant and the things that you find on the internet are so funny yeah. initially i had thought that that was going to be more of a like oh well here's this review from this one person that sent it to us but like every time y'all send me something i'm like oh my gosh i'm just gonna do that i'm, I'm gonna just, bring yeah. that as a whole segment yeah it's honestly getting a little hard to keep track of but that's fine it's that's like, so fine y'all are so fantastic if you would like to email us we are available at foreveracritic at gmail.com we also have a facebook page uh if you go on facebook and look for everyone's a critic we're the one with the lemon we are the one with the lemon and uh going back to the going back to the recommendations uh the the fella the person the the person who sent us a zip file i'm doing yours next so look we got a to that. zip file 
We got a zip file. God <laughs> I'm gonna, damn. I'm going to crack that baby open this weekend. I just weekend. can't. This has been already a. I'm going to be genuine for just a second. Yeah. This has already been a really fantastic thing for us. Yeah. And the fact that people are listening to it and people are enjoying it is so beyond wonderful. And it's all we could have asked for. So because we all we we started doing this just to make each other laugh. And ultimately, that's still my goal is just to make my co-host laugh. But same. If I can, if I can make all of you laugh while I'm doing it, that brings me an all a, a tremendous amount of joy. We also obviously want to give credit for the delightful music that we use, and give me just a second. Oh, okay. Thank you to Guillaume Tucker for Bebop Molecule, our little ad break tune, to Jazar for Green Lights, which we use as the outro, and as always to Steve Combs for Drag Chain, which is the fucking bop of an intro we have. To quote Chuck Mangione, it feels so good. And uh, on that note, we'll catch you next Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs>